Okay, so I'd like to acknowledge all those people. I'd also like to acknowledge my followers on Facebook, numbering over 10,000. My followers on Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+. For those of you who have sent feedback, it's been very encouraging, and I thank you so much for your support. I'd also like to acknowledge everyone tuning in through iTunes. On the business end, I'm a huge advocate for small business and entrepreneurs. I have a small business spotlight segment from time to time on the show, highlighting small business owners who have a functional website, who can ship or consult nationally. And I wanted to find a way to help people with brick-and-mortar businesses, whether you do or don't have a website. But I did find a way to do that, and I would like to remind everyone that I've launched a campaign offering free advertising on the air. So if you are interested in this opportunity to see if your brick-and-mortar business qualifies, please visit the website to request information, and I will be in touch. The website, my temporary website, is spiritualinsightsradio.weebly.com. And I look forward to hearing from everybody on that. I'm very excited. It's a very creative idea, and it won't cost you any money. So that's a big help. Um, okay, so I am going to go to the phone. Uh, up first is area code 256. And be sure, once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you dial in, area code 347-934-0751. Press 1 on your keypad. Make sure you hear the blog talk robot. Say, you are now in the host queue. And that way I can see you because I'm finding that I had a lot more people on the line than I actually saw. So area code 256 bringing you on the air. Hello. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm Joy. How are you? My name is Kimberly. Kimberly, nice to meet you. How can I help you, dear? Uh, yes, ma'am. I uh, have a dream that I've had recurrently uh, for about three years. Um, and I don't know if it was my subconscious, but I've dreamed that I'm always looking for my son. And then consciously, I was like, he's in his room. So... I don't know. Okay. Can you give me a little more detail? Was it nighttime or daytime uh, in the dream, Kimberly? It's, it's daytime in the dream, mm-hmm. and I'm looking for him, and it's like he disappeared, and I find, I find myself trying to search for him because, you know, I think he's missing. Okay. Does it start out in a house, outside of the house, or around the car? Um, outside of the house. Outside the house. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. That's very important. Okay. And and as you as you're searching for your son, do you ever find him? Uh no. Because I don't know if it's my conscience is always saying, What are you doing? Your son is sleeping his room. I and I always wake up I mean I'm I mean I'm not woke, but it's like my conscience is talking to me before I wake. Okay. Really? And says he's in his room. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. And when it says when the when the dream ends, you don't find him, but then you kind of hear yourself talk saying, "What are you doing?" Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's your conscious mind jumping in, and this is all about worry. And it's and it's, I would venture to say that there is something uh, that you're worried about that you're exaggerating out of proportion and your subconscious mind is trying to demonstrate clearly you're searching and searching and not getting anywhere, which basically is an aimless pursuit. Um, okay. I want to ask a bit of a personal question. Did you, have sure. a custody, did you have a custody battle over the child? How old is he? He's 16. I, um, 
My ex-husband wanted to fight me in the beginning, but I told him, go ahead. I have a lawyer. You don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. in the back of your mind, did, did it really kind of get to you that, oh, my God. He, he, yeah, because, because he, yeah, cause he, he, he really told me, because he was in the Army at the time. He was like, you can't do that because I'm the father. And I can, I can, you know, yeah, he kind of threatened me in the beginning. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's about the dad. Um, and, and that, just the whole, uh, the services feel, you get this, I feel, like, I feel a vibration, like, I'm very scared and intimidated, and, like, he's a big guy, like, you know, they're stronger than us. I'm not, 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 not for the best men, but, you know, men have a lot more strength than women. However, women have a lot more creative power. So I would, I would think that somewhere in there, something kicked in, and you were like, you're not taking my son. And, right. And then having the military on their side, that might, in a legal battle, say, well, I'm the one who's more stable, and they can throw the accusations at you. It's, emotionally, it is like warfare, literally, when it's a custody battle and that kind of thing. So, um, but this started three years ago. So what was going on in your life three years ago that some kind of fear was kicked in that you're going to lose something or something that means the world to you? A job or um, yeah, just, yeah, job. Yeah, job. Okay. Yeah, because I was out of work almost what four or five years ago for like a year and a half. Okay. And that was that was a rough rough time in my life. No doubt. Um, so yeah. everybody, a lot of people have gone through this, and I'm just glad you made it out. Okay. The dust yeah. is settling now, but the loss of the job kicked off that feeling of extreme loss and um total uh, deprivation and feeling powerless um, right. and having and having to kick that in. So what your subconscious mind was doing was taking your fear of destitution and using that as a trigger to help you get over the previous fear of being overpowered and having your son taken away from you. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so if we go back in time to when the custody battle was taking place and you were going to sleep like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Go back and forgive it. It's over and done. Your son's 16. He's practically a man. You know, he's a good boy. I'm, I get a really good feeling about him. I get yeah. feel about the ex. Like, maybe he's a good person to strangers, but to you, it was very young. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody thinks he's really cool and funny, but when it came yeah. to you, you were the only one who really saw that side of him. And he told a lot of lies about you to the family. Um, both sides, yeah. and I feel you have oh, a lot yeah. of spending to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, give your son a big pat on his back from me because I really feel that he watched both of you very closely and very wisely chose who he would imitate. Right. Is he Is he still doing okay? Like, he's doing good in school? Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's doing well in school. You know, he has a sense of humor, but he's a normal teenager. Okay. If I could say that, you know how teenagers are. He's a normal teenager, but he's okay. a, he's a great he's a great son. I'm feeling sports. Is there a lack of exercise, or is he doing really well at one sport in particular? He's doing uh, well at basketball. It is basketball. Okay. Yeah. This is really this is really good for him. Um. I don't. I know he's being a normal teenager, and that's to be expected. And he has to get his his opportunities to learn to express and feel his way. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think by the age of, 
but he is 23, 20, between 23 and 25. I think he's going to surprise you, and you, you're going to have reason to be very proud of that young man. Okay. Tell him to watch the girls, too. Yeah. yeah I'm, looking at, I'm looking at, like, three individual girls who are kind of scheming to trap him. Oh, God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell him to be very careful in his dealings with women and um, try to present that people are people, and sometimes when they look at somebody who seems very promising and they don't feel that they have anything going for themselves, unconsciously, doesn't mean they're evil, but unconsciously, they try to create a situation where they get to keep his... But this kid is very bright. He shines a light on you. It's like when you sit and talk to him, it feels like he's your best friend. Like whoever's sitting in front of him, you're his best friend, and he trusts you that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be very attractive to young, impressionable girls. And even the ones who are a little older than he is, because he's a good-looking kid and he's, he's got some size to him, so he doesn't look his age. But um, I just I, I feel a knee-jerk reaction that I want to warn you to sit down and talk to him like an adult, that people are people. You know, guys are going to want to hang around with you because you get a girl. They're going to want that attention. Just be very careful and make grown-up choices. And okay. I hope you're okay. And I think I can leave it at that. Is that helpful? Yes, very helpful. Okay, so what very helpful. Now, now that we've had this conversation and we've had an opportunity to bring things from your unconscious and your subconscious mind to the light, you can now address those fears and those repetitive dreams will now either change and show you how well you're doing, like um, maybe halfway through the dream you'll be wandering, you might have a key in your hand and you look at, wait a second, I know, I know what's happening here, and then, or they'll dissolve completely and you don't have to deal with that issue anymore. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. Any other questions? No, that was wonderful. Thank you. That was wonderful. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. This is, like, it's just to always do, like, one of my first loves, you know? I do a lot of other stuff, but... I started playing around with this stuff at four and a half years old, and I freaked my mom out. But, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty trippy, and then, like, you know, every morning, Mom, you know, I saw this. What's it mean? And she would just, I, I think that woman thought I was an alien for a while. And that just did. <laughs> but, you know, you learn so much about yourself, and that's what we're here for. Know thyself. And when you get to know right. what the, the fears are that are working against you, and then you can consciously address those, in whatever manner is possible for you, whether you meditate or before you go to sleep tonight, ask for a dream and say, okay, I get it. I'm going to deal with this fear. I forgive him for whatever, he, you know, the ex for whatever he did, and I forgive myself for even buying into it for a minute. That's the most important thing. We can forgive okay. others for what they do. They're just doing their thing. But we have to forgive right. ourselves for perceiving it in a way that made us think that this huge um, – catastrophe was going to take over us, and we forgot what our faith really was and who, who we are inside. I'm getting the chills. Are you very faithful, right. very um, deeply close to God, something like that? I'm getting I the am. Okay. Yes. And, and yes. that situation can make you forget who you are, and that's weird because I woke up thinking that this morning, how our fears, and especially in 2010, with as hard as that was for everybody, it was fear so deep, it made a lot of people forget who they really are deep down. Does that resonate with you? Because this is what I woke up with. Yes. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. So, see, we're all connected. I, you know, I had your vibes this morning. So that's great. <laughs> and I appreciate you calling in. 
Um, if you, you have another dream, let me know. Feel free. And uh, eventually I'll be adding segments on Wednesday to help people who are at work okay. during the day. Okay. Okay. What is your website? Again. The web, it's Spiritual Insights Radio. Okay. And this is the embarrassing part, .weebly.com. And I put that together just to have something that people can use. And I have a team of people to put together a, a, a really kick-ass website where people, I'm, I'm, you know, I need a message board. But I have a line of products that are very precious, and I need to protect them, and that's what's holding it up. But I'm doing my best, and then eventually we'll be adding um, uh, different services and things like that. But that's the website, spiritualinsightsradio.weebly.com. You can submit a dream, and if you want to do that ahead of time, if it's a, this was short and sweet, and it was easy for me to kind of jump in and, and knock around and find out what was going on with you. But if it's more okay. detailed, that gives me a chance to kind of collect my thoughts and get get to see how the symbols create a storyline for what's going on for you. Because each symbol could mean three or four things, but they all talk to each other. So that's helpful. And you okay. can send that. I'll receive it. And then next week, if you want to call in, just say, I'm the one with the streams. Okay? <laughs> okay, I will. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sweetheart. Thank you for calling in. I'm going to put you on hold so you can listen. Well, that was a lot of fun. Okay, going to area code 714 if you have a question. Dial 347-934-0751 and press 1. I'm here, and I, I have a little while to spend time with everybody. So area code 714 bringing you on the air. Hello. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Oh, good. Wonderful. I have um I have a dream. Actually, my son had the dream. He dreamt that he, or no, he didn't dream it. He actually saw it. He saw a white owl going from one tree to the other tree. And I was, was kind of worried waking? about that. Was this in waking light or in a vision? Uh, waking. He was driving. He was driving, and he physically, with his physical eyes, saw a white owl. Go from one tree to the other. Yes. Okay. Did he mention that the owl was traveling from the right tree to the left? Because I feel it's going to the left. No, you know, I didn't. That's only no. a goofball like I would ask. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, because because you know when people here's I'm so glad you brought this up because one is one one of the things I want to do with the show is I can interpret dream symbols and all that stuff, but one of the freakier things that I do, especially in my classes when I was teaching in um, a regular, is I would start to class out with, anything weird happened this week? And <laughs> somebody would say, yeah, this happened. And I would interpret that the way I interpret the dreams and tell them what was going on in their subconscious minds and waking ones. So let me grab, um, I need my, my, one of my Bibles is Ted Andrews' uh, Animal Speak. Can you give me just a second to grab that? Oh, please, yes. Thanks. So let me turn to the other. And this is a wonderful book. It's it's not complete when it comes to the entire animal kingdom, but it goes into birds and insects. Mm -hmm. But this literally is one of my Bibles, and it's never wrong. And if I need additional help, I, I turn to Wikipedia and look up the animal. And mm -hmm. you want to look at the main characteristics of the animal and its behavior. So an owl is very good. Of course, it's one of the rights of wisdom. But their most prominent feature is their eyes, right? 
Yes, he mentioned that he had big eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you know it was an owl? He goes, oh, it had big eyes. And I can practically see it in my mind. How old is your son? He's 29 years old. Can you give me the month and day of his birth? He's May 17, 1985. Okay. I just want to separate his energy from yours and make sure I go to him and get what this means for him. So what we have is, you know, the keynote phrases for Al is the mystery of magic, omen, silent wisdom, and vision in the night. So when Al comes into your life, symbolically it's associated with clairvoyance, astral projection, which is out-of-body experiences, and various types of magic. Um, the most important factors is that it has extremely sensitive vision and hearing. So your son, because he witnessed this, this is very important because you know how they say the outside is a reflection of the inner? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you witness something, if you see something, and or something takes place in front of you, it's, it's showing you something within yourself, whether it's like an argument between other people or an animal or an insect. Um, so with this, the color white absorbs all the colors of the spectrum. So this is a very spiritual experience for him. And it happened just at the right moment where he would notice and sit up and pay attention. So mm-hmm. something that's going on in his life, it might be with regard to what he does for money. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a tug of war with him, like he has some kind of decision to make. But all he has to do is really trust his instincts. What the owl does is because they see best at night, so he's kind of got to do some soul searching and see what he wants to do in his life with regard to I don't know what he's thinking of doing with his life, but he wants to trust his instincts and basically ask. And since we're here talking about dreams, like I said to Kimberly, the other caller, he could ask, um, you know, what, what was the owl showing me? What was the message? And see what he gets, and then I'd be happy to help um, dissect that message. Um, let me see if there's anything. One who works with owl medicine will be able to see and hear what others try to hide. You will hear what is not being said, and you will see what is hidden or in the shadows. You can detect and pinpoint subtly. So there's what's happening with him is his senses are being, at this point, very heightened, and he needs to really pay attention to what other people are saying as opposed to what their actions speak. I don't know if this is with regard to a spouse or a friend or I want to I want to go to business. I want to talk about job and he might be feeling defensive where he works like people are duplicitous and I would say that he Oh my you are just right on. Everything he said is happening in his life right now. He he just got laid off and he's gotta get out of there. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. He yes. has to get out of there. That, that, those people oh. would have run him down to the ground, tell him to thank God, yes. get on his knees, and thank God for the exit because he's been right. What he did was, you know, he looks around and, he, and he, he gets up every day and rushes to get to a place where he doesn't want to be, and he's a good person, mm-hmm. and he's honest, and he works hard. And that was rewarded with people with the gossip and sabotage mm-hmm. and trying to bring mm-hmm. him down. Yes. And he would do it because he has an obligation to whoever he's supporting, and he wouldn't do it. And he's fighting it the whole time and saying, why me, why this, why now, and possibly mm-hmm. why again, 
because this might have happened before. But he's a good person. He's got a big heart, and maybe there's a way with how he communicates with people. Maybe that might be off-putting. It would be up to him to be self um, – he has to kind of step outside himself and look at, okay, well, how did I – contribute energetically to the situation. And it could be something minor, such as when you wake up like, oh, God, I have to go in there. But when we go Mm -hmm. to these places, these torture chambers that we call jobs, we call them soul-destroying places, um, when, when the thoughts, the dominant thoughts in his mind, this is what creates our life, the thoughts that, the thoughts and feelings that dominate. And what dominated his mind was, oh, God, I gotta get out of here. I wish I could get out of here. I gotta get out of here. so mm-hmm. those words get planted in the subconscious mind, and the subconscious mind is incapable of telling the difference between truth and fiction, or between a wish and, like, a declaration. So all it heard was, I got to get out of here, I got to get out of here, and then life rearranged itself via the universe, which is always, the universe will always be happy to, to prove you right every time. You're right, you do have to get out of here. You're not going to like this. And then they throw mm-hmm. a banana peel, and boom, he's out of there. But this is an opportunity for him to really sit back. Look at his career path. See where this pattern develops and begin to work on that pattern so that he can embrace peace, abundance. And just because we have jobs, and sometimes we believe, I don't know, uh, did you, were you a single mother? Um, with him, yes. Okay. Back when you were raising him, and there's such a focus on money, and children pick up on the vibration of your emotions, and it might have been there's never enough, and this might have given him the idea, and, and he absorbed this with all the wisdom of a child, okay? Well, mommy feels that there's never enough, so I think that when I get a job, I'm going to have to work extra hard and not have enough. And that's what yeah. we create. We create those scenarios, and it really is, you know, God's way of helping you get to realize what you're embracing and what you're denying. So if he could go through a, a beautiful period of transformation, which is the owl, and use that unique ability that's coming alive in him, look at the symbology of the neck. The owl can look around him 360, right? Yeah. This is your son's opportunity to take a good look around and look at what he likes, what what works, and what is not serving him, what is not working, and make the best decisions for everybody involved and say, okay, you know what, I'm not going to beat myself up. And a lot of times, and I've done this as well, I had a guilt that I felt that I was afraid to be more successful than my parents because I didn't want them to feel bad about themselves. I feel I feel that he was attached to you at the hip. There's a very very close karmic relationship here, and he doesn't want yeah. you to feel bad. So if you sit and say, you know what, it's normal for us to do this. I you might have done it with your parents as well. And then there's generational karma that, but he can put a stop to it by forgiving you for not having enough mm-hmm. or for not being able to have those gar animals that were really wild and related. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or you know, oh, yeah. um, Cabbage Patch Kids came out, and only the rich kids, the seemingly rich kids got to get them, and, you know, and it was a struggle for me to get a Rubik's Cube. 
But <laughs> you know what? It, it wasn't. It's not for us to take on the issues of our parents. It's us to forgive them so that we can overcome them and create the life we want, the life that we deserve. But until he feels deserving of it, he will continue this pattern. Is that helpful? Yes, you are just right on it. Everything you said that could be happening in his life is happening in his life. He's deciding, well, he's a computer networking engineer, but he's mm-hmm. deciding to go back to school, actually, now that he has got laid off. He had no reason why he got laid off. Just one day, they just laid him off. And they more and more, they don't even, yeah, they don't, more and more, they don't even have to offer an explanation. Yeah, they just didn't. It, it could be but his Yeah, but he yeah. might have, he might have felt this coming, and he might have had a few dreams where he was feeling um uh like free falling or like an earthquake dream, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. it could also be um I would say possibly a minor reference to alligators and um, watching the power of your words because he was treading on thin ice and knew it. So he probably had mm-hmm. to kind of lay low and watch his mouth a bit. But different symbology that points to do nothing, say nothing, because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And feeling feeling stuck in like he's between a rock and a hard place. Um, if you would extend the invitation, he can go to my website and select the okay. option that's financially comfortable for him. And I'd be I'd be right. willing to give him a discount. But um, I would oh, be wonderful. happy to give them the session at, like, half price. There is a new client um, special that I have on there. And I, mm-hmm. I, when it comes to me giving a session, I could say, oh, well, you can do this for half an hour. But if, if the fire hydrant is still shooting all this information out and I'm pulling down all this energy, I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to say, oh, time's up. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't stop a fire hydrant with my hands. Um, <laughs> wonderful. But he has oh. to take, yes, and I'm so glad he responded, but he has to go into the silence. And the silence is represented when you, when you see an owl fly. An owl can fly right past you, and I had an opportunity in 2002, right before I moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. Everything, I was in the Ocala National Forest, so I had ample opportunity to witness nature and wildlife. Oh, Everything popping up in twos. It was two frogs at a door, which is opportunity. <laughs> it was two owls that, that were in a tree, looked at each other, looked at me, and then flew right past me, and I couldn't hear a sound. But they flew right mm-hmm. past me, landed in another tree, turned around and stared at me and watched me. And I said, okay, I hear you. And thanked them, blessed them, all that good stuff. And then it was like two mockingbirds and two of this. And it was all wow. to I had to let go of all of the things in my life that were really making a mockery of anything I could offer others, whether it's psychic mm. ability or graphic design talent or as a writer, whatever I wanted to do. And right around that time is when I realized I have to move to Florida and become my own best friend and stop taking care of other people. And so that mm-hmm. was a very, very telling time. And once I did move to Florida, as difficult as that was, because I was now on my own without the people that I normally distracted myself by taking care of them better than I took care of myself. That was hard. Mm-hmm. But, and I know this is hard because, you know, a layoff like that, that's rejection, and that hits you in the heart. Um, mm-hmm. And he keeps asking himself, I'm a good person. Why do these things keep happening to me? I would venture to say that he had a few relationships that were, um, you know, people in relationships that were kind of mean to him. 
and mm-hmm. he's trying to figure this out. But if he goes into the silence represented by the L and absorbs all the colors of the spectrum and says, I can, I can do this, I can get over this, and I can move beyond this, and open his heart and just say, show me the way, whoever you, you know, are you religious or spiritual, you know, just God, show me the way, and he has to follow those little breadcrumbs and, and follow all the synchronistic steps. Like, he could be walking into, like, Starbucks, and somebody could say, just start up a conversation, and suddenly that person has a lead on a job somewhere. He has to follow those steps and those instincts. That if it says, yeah. go to the library, you get up and you go to the library. You don't ask why, you just do it. There, or he might be interested in this. I think he might have a lot of fun talking to me. There is a book that a guest on the show wrote, and it's called Everyday Oracles. And in it, she explains what I had just said. Like, if you get an inkling that you need to go to the library, she calls that a moving sidewalk. And it's basically following the synchronicities in your life that take you to the next synchronicity that take you to the next. And it's a really fun process. So it's while he's taking the time to stretch his muscles and stretch his wings and really go in the new direction in his life. This might be something fun for him to do. I think he might feel a little less confused if he has something to say, okay, that's why I saw this out, and this is, this is something for me to consider. And take what resonates and get rid of the rest of the information, you know? Yes. Yes. Is this helpful? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Bless your heart. Thank tell you. Me. I feel tell better said, now. Oh, good. So tell him I said, don't be a common bar now. You go be a great horn <laughs> tail. And, and he yes. can do this. Mm-hmm. And um, it's going to take courage, but he's got the talent. Um, mm-hmm. he's, got the, he's got the talent. He's got the skill. He's got the personality. He's got the heart. He can turn this around. I'm confident. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything I can help you with? Have you had a dream that perhaps? You know, I don't really dream, or I don't remember them. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I well, don't. If, you, if, you, if you'd like to, if you um, want some tips, you can leave a journal beside your bed and set an intention mm-hmm. before you go to sleep. I will have a dream, because you are dreaming. You're just not capturing the images to bring back with you. Mm-hmm. That takes a little practice. So you want to say, I dream. I set my intention, I will have a dream, I will remember the dream, and then I will retain as much information as possible, and I will write it down immediately. Even if it's shadowy images, but you feel scared or sad or, or you know, whatever emotion you're feeling, just start there. And then because your mind knows what you're trying to do, it will then begin to support you. Okay? Yes. And what is Thank your name, you. This is Lynn from California. Lynn from California. Very nice to meet you. Do you recommend that your son listen to this? Uh, because this is being oh, recorded. It will be available immediately after the show. And do you know the okay. address to get to the show? How did you find me? Yeah. Oh, How Blog Talk Radio. You found me on Blog Talk. Okay, so it's blogtalkradio.com slash Charlotte Schweitzer, and he can hear this, okay? Yes. I appreciate it. I appreciate you calling in and adding to the content to the show. It really gives me a chance to share such wonderful information. Yes. Um that, that, that would normally be stuck in my head, and it feels great to really talk about all this stuff. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. You take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. That's fantastic. Hey, Kimberly. Yes. What would you think of that? 
I think it was wonderful. I was like, is this show about me because I just moved to a new apartment. I went into a store and saw a white owl, and I had to have it. So I'm looking at it right now. Are you serious? I'm so serious. Oh, my God. I bought a white owl, owl because it goes with my decorum for my media center. And I said, I have to have it. So it's right here. I'm looking right at it. That's crazy. Oh, my God. I thought that you were still listening, and I don't see any more callers. If you have a question, you've got to hit that one and make sure you're here. You're in the host queue because I, I need to see your number to bring you on the air. But that, you know what, that happens a lot on the show where one call kind of preempts the next call and then something like that. And that is, that just shows that we're all connected. And then yeah. we were all, like, we all agreed to meet here on, on this day at this time and bring these things to light. And that is beautiful. Right. Interesting. Now, if my husband yeah. comes home and tells me he saw a white owl today, I will fall out of my chair sideways. <laughs> and, then I'm, and then I'm going to get up, and then I'm going to ask him, was it going from right to left or left to right? Because, you know, when, he, when I first met him, uh, it was it was kind of weird. I was more honest with him than I was with most men that I dated, but I, once I realized, I realized I was going to marry him before I fell in love with him, so I said, well, you might as well be honest and tell him what you're about, so that you're not hiding that, a, a very important part of yourself, so I did, and he was like, so what do you do, and I was like, well, you know, the dream interpretation stuff is fun, and then I, he came home from work, no, 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 he called me at lunchtime, and he said, and he, this man's totem is eagle. He comes oh. out so frequently, I want to punch him in his face. I swear to God. <laughs> because my totem is like bear and ants and, and woodpeckers. It's all about work. But um, so he calls me up and he says, guess what I saw this morning? I said, what'd you say? And he, he was driving to work. And there were um, two eagles and a seagull. Or two seagulls and an eagle fighting in midair. What? <laughs> Get out of here. And I think it was two eagles and a seagull. Either, either way, they were fighting in the air. And I said, was this on the right side of the road or on the left side of the road? He said, on the right side of the road. I said, okay, well, you got the eagle, that means this. you got the seagull, that means that's the beach, that's time, that's sand, that's projects. That's I said, you know what's going to happen when you get to work today? There's going to be an argument, two against one, about the timeline of a project. And at the time, he was a painter. And he said, are you reading this out of a book? I said, hell no, man. You know, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I was like, what? But, but he, it was an honest answer because I just rattled off all this stuff about time and projects and an argument between a two against one. And he says, oh, well, then in that case, let me tell you what happened when I got to work this morning. And it was an argument, two against one, him and his coworker against the project manager. And the project manager is demanding to know why the walls aren't painted. And my husband kept saying, because the walls aren't up, <laughs> you know. It was just the framing, and no, the drywallers hadn't gotten there. I can't paint something that's not there. Why do you keep asking me these questions? So they won the argument, and that was cool. But that's where I got into, in my classes, Telling people, you know, what, what did you witness? And, and it's great that um, Lynn brought up, that, you know, it wasn't a dream. It was with somebody who this, and I love it. Because I get to tell you, again, in the same manner, what's kind of going on in the mind 
And so I want to call those segments, what's up with that? <laughs> Where people, if people want to call in and say, well, this happened and that happened, it's really weird, what's up with that? And then I'll tell you what's up with that. <laughs> but I love that. I love that it all tied in. It's really fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. Could you take a picture of that, Al, and send it to me? I want to add that to the marquee for the show when people listen to it. <laughs> oh, sure. And if anybody else had an experience of some kind with a white owl, whether it's real or an inanimate object, let me know. i got to hear. This is crazy. It's <laughs> just doing okay. white owl sightings all, all around the country. It's too freaky. But <laughs> you know what? I think, I think the message that we all need to, like, sit up, look around, and really see what it is that is going to make us happy. What change did you make in your life? What 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 was the significance of the owl? Did you say cool? I, I moved to my own place. Okay, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And once I walked into the store, I saw the white. It was a white owl and it was a pink owl. And that white owl stood out. And I said, I have to get that white owl. Okay, now get Animal Speak by Ted Andrews. And then okay. anytime you have something like that, when you read that section, you're going to go, oh, he's speaking to me. Yeah. Yeah. When you when you were when you were talking about it, I was like, okay, she's talking about me. I get this clairvoyant. Yeah. Being at, being, the ability to see all of that, I was like, okay. And yeah. hear and listening <laughs> yeah. to inside people's words very important. Um, yeah. And and um, coming from darkness to light, which means dark. The reason I ask if it's day or night in a dream is because if it's nighttime, that means you're unconscious and unaware of the issue, but if it's daytime, you are aware of the issue, you just need to find your way through it, address some kind of fear, and make a, take the appropriate steps to embrace peace and your personal power. You know, that's all third right. chakra stuff. Right. Okay? Okay. Well, this is oh, wow. Yes, it has. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Tell all your friends and all your social media about the show if you would, if you would help support me and tell people about it. And um, I guarantee you, it's just going to go up from here. There's so much to explore with this stuff. It's really, really right. fascinating, and it's really cool. I like to make spirituality really down to earth, not a, none of that new age foo-foo stuff. This is yeah, this exactly. reality. What's, what's going on in your mind creates your reality. So figuring that out is reality, not right. what, what some people are doing with, you know, trickery and whatever. So, okay, well. Thank you again, and I guess I will end the show here. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fascinating, and I, I never know what is going to appear when I show up to do, to do these things, and I am happily surprised and elated that I got to share such information about a dream and waking life. So um, in the future, if you want to call about something that happened in waking life, don't even hesitate. Just call me, tell me what happened. I'll tap in, get into people's heads. It's freaky, um, but this is this is what I do, and this is what I love. And, you know, when you love what you do, um, you can get a lot out of it. So meet me here next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on blogtalkradio.com slash Charlotte Spicer. Thank you to everyone tuning in. And, again, send your dreams in. If you'd like me to take a look at it ahead of time, you can even do that while I'm on the air. But you can send those dreams, Spiritual Insights Radio. Just type that into Google. You'll find me wherever I am. And submit a dream. I can take a look at it, talk about it on the air, but I'll need you to call in. 
and um, discuss that. Okay? All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I welcome your comments and feedback. And until next time, God bless and be at peace.